What is a TAMP? That is today's question on the Transition to RA question and answer series. It is question number 57. Hi, I'm Brad Wales with Transition to RA, where I help you understand everything there is to know about why and how to transition to the RA model. Uh, if you're not already there, if you head on over to transitiontoria.com, uh, you'll be able to find all kinds of additional information, all the resources I put out there, the show notes from today's episode, uh, everything. Again, transitiontoria.com has all of that information. Okay, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is a TAMP, which is an acronym for Turnkey Asset Management Program. Uh, now, the reality is, and I'm going to get into this, TAMPs from their origins back in the 90s is when they first started, the, the kind of what is a TAMP or the services that a TAMP provides has expanded greatly to the point now where you have to be very careful if you're talking to someone and they say, oh, we're a TAMP or we use a TAMP solution because there are so many different flavors now of what that means that you, that you have to actually dive into the details to, to understand that particular solution, what it is that they are providing. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to explain today is kind of what it is at its core and then what these different variations are and how they work uh, and things like that. Um, so again, at its, at its core, a TAMP, again, Turnkey Asset Management Program, we'll just refer to the acronym of TAMP, uh, a TAMP at its core is a platform. Think of it as a platform that gives you accessibility to some sort of managed money solution. And so that could be third-party managers, uh, SMA managers, separately managed accounts, you know, is, is often referred to. That could be some sort of model marketplace where some third party has created models that you would utilize with your clients. So basically, as a financial advisor, uh, if you were to decide for your service offer and your value proposition, you, you kind of have two options as far as how to actually invest your client's assets. Some RAs, part of their value proposition is they do that investment themselves. They have they have that expertise in-house and the resources in-house to do that. And so they say, hey, part of our value proposition clients, we do invest your money and here's our philosophy and here's how we implement it and all those sorts of things. Other advisors say, hey, my core strength is in the relationship and the financial planning and the building the business. And, and, and I rely on third-party experts to provide the actual management of the the assets, the underlying assets. And part of my role is to essentially oversee those managers, as they say, the manager of managers to make sure that these professionals that we are utilizing to, to invest your assets, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Client, continue to be the best resources we could provide for you in that regard. And so there's, there's no right or wrong on that. That's a personal preference of how you want to run your own firm. But for the advisors and RAs that want to access third-party managers, you need some way to, to do that. To Okay, how do we logistically access them? How do we logistically facilitate the trade-in and the account, the fees involved and all that? And that's essentially what a TAMP is. A TAMP is a platform that gives you access to these resources. So there was kind of before TAMPs, if you think about it, that the challenge was, and, and let's say you were in that second camp where you, you believe in outsourcing to, to third-party professional uh, money managers uh, to, to, to run the actual investments in the accounts. And before a TAMP came along, you, you would have had to go out there and identify and contact different managers that you might want to use. And then to the degree you found certain managers you liked, then you would have to enter into specific contracts directly with them uh, for, okay, for, for these particular clients I have, I would like you to manage the money. 
You would have to negotiate the fees. Uh, and then you would have to coordinate all the logistics for the, the facilitation of the trades from a technology perspective. Uh, and that's just for, for one manager you might use. So then if you wanted to use maybe two, three, four, five different managers with your clients, uh, certainly that is very difficult um, to do on a one-off basis. So essentially what these TANT platforms did is kind of create, for lack of a better analogy, a grocery store where they said, hey, we're going to, we, the TAMP, are going to make a platform, the grocery store, and we are going to go out and source all kinds of different managers or maybe model providers, whatever the case is, we will negotiate with them the fee structure, we will figure out all the logistics, we will figure out all the technology, and we'll put them on the proverbial grocery shelf, and then you, as the advisor, can come along, you only have to coordinate with our TAMP platform, just one coordination. And then from that, you can then choose from this whole multitude of options. And, and it's all laid out for you and all the fees are negotiated. And you can just plug and play into whatever particular accounts you want particular solutions to be provided for. And so, so there is a lot of utility to a TAMP platform. Again, if you want to use third-party managers, it, it provides a lot of efficiency that, that there was a time what either wasn't there and an efficient manner just not available at all. So that, that's kind of at its core. Now, the reality is they have expanded greatly beyond that, which is a good thing because it's, 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 as you'll see, it's just provided additional resources and value for the advisors that use those platforms. But again, that's where it gets a little tricky because then you're, you're expanding beyond just that core offering. And so, so when you look at one TAMP over here and another TAMP over here, they, they might have very different value propositions um, and I should point out uh, with the grocery store approach, there, there are some TAMPs as well that are single manager TAMPs that they are literally the money manager themselves. And they say, hey, you, this is a way to outsource to us and we will provide you all these additional services as well. Hence why we call ourselves a TAMP. Um, and, and that's absolutely something that's in the marketplace, absolutely something used to, to, to point that out. But most of what I'll be talking about here is that kind of grocery store approach where you have multiple different uh, options to choose from. So to, to run through the different kind of uh, offerings that are out there now, uh, we'll, we'll dive into that. So the, the first one is just that essentially platform only, for lack of a better term, that platform that provides you access to these multiple choices that you can choose from. They've negotiated everything, like I said, and, and that's, that's kind of it. That's the core of what they provide. Uh, a lot of TAMPs were essentially that and that alone you know, early on. Um, but the reality is for competitive reasons, if nothing else, it's expanded beyond that. But just know kind of the, the baseline offering is that, that platform only, that grocery store shelf only uh, approach. So the, to, then, to, then to go on in, in different directions, and these are not building on each other. These are, these are variations, which some providers may provide, some not. Uh, there are also TAMPs that not only provide you the grocery store approach, but also have in-house research experts that, that provide you a lot of research on all these managers to help you select which manager you might want to use. And then just as important over time to, to monitor those managers over time to say, hey, are they still what, what the, the caliber of when I first signed up with them? Has something changed with the management team? Those sorts of things. So there are TAMPs now that also provide research to help you figure out uh, are they good solutions in the front end and then, and then do they remain good solutions? And so that's, that's a lot of help because you, you, oftentimes you can be talking about the, the universe of, of, of managers or models out there can run into the, the hundreds and thousands of, in theory, various combinations. And so to have that research uh, can be quite helpful for, for a lot of advisors. And then other advisors say, hey, no, again, part of my value proposition is I do the deep research on the manager. I am closely watching them. I am closely staying on top of 
any changes with the with their approach or their management team. Um, and, and you might do that entirely on your own. Others, again, will lean on research being provided by a TAMP. Uh, the next variation are there are TAMPs that said, okay, hey, not only are we going to provide that core technology to facilitate this, this platform approach that we talk about, we are also going to expand that because we know you, advisor, need more resources with your clients. And we're going to start adding on additional technology as well. So a perfect example could, could be potentially be a client portal where, okay, this is where your clients will log in. They'll be able to see all their accounts all in one place. Now, in theory, you could go try to source a client portal through some other third-party tool. Um, but a TAMP says, hey, if you're going to use us for your money management, why not use this fully integrated approach where we also have, again, just as an example, a client portal available for you here. Uh, and so TAMPs, again, for competitive reasons, are, are generally adding on more and more technology solutions that they provide as part of that core platform service. And I'm going to get into how this is all priced out here uh, towards the end of the episode. Uh, but just know that some TAMPs are added on technology. So again, when you compare one TAMP or another, one, one TAMP might be providing a, a, a good deal of additional technology and, and resources for you to utilize, whereas another TAMP might not provide anything beyond what is what is just logistically required, again, for that, that, that platform approach. So again, that's why you have to dive deeper into these things. Uh, next, there are uh, a number of TAMPs that have uh, also further added to uh, helping you with back office type services. So things like account opening, where they were actually saying, yeah, we will facilitate on your behalf all of the account opening process with the custodian and get all that set up. And so do a lot of that kind of uh, labor intensive tasks of involved of, of running your practices. So not only will we help you manage it once it's up and going, but we will help you on that front end and then, and then throughout maybe even help you with things like uh, you know, cashier needs and, and those sorts of things, you maybe take money out of accounts. And so a, a lot of TAMPs are offering more back office type solutions, both to differentiate themselves from other uh, TAMP offerings. And just like you have to do, you have to justify your fee to your clients and the value you provide. TAMPs have to do the same thing. So for their fee, uh, they say, hey, we'll look at all these services we provide. And, that, and that, that's how we justify our fee. And it, and it can make sense for you as the advisor to pay that fee. So that's a variation as well. So kind of what a lot of this is happening. So again, we have kind of the platform, this, this core piece. Um, then we have uh, additions of technology that seems to get greater and greater. And then we have additions of maybe back office, sometimes called middle office services that are, that are expanding uh, further and further. And so you, you kind of have some quote unquote TAMPs that, that, and I point this out to some of those folks when I talk to them, I say, I, I, you know, I don't even think you should call yourself a TAMP because You've now built out this, this such deep set of resources that the, the money management kind of slice is only one part of that. So if you call yourself a TAMP, you're kind of doing, uh, not giving yourself justice for all these other services you provide, whether technology, back office services, or whatever the case may be. And, and so are you arguably, and I don't, there's no fancy coin term for it yet, but you know, kind of a, a full service platform or something like that, that just happens to include essentially a TAMP component as part of the offering. And so, you know, that I think that tide is evolving, but, but there are still some folks that, that will call themselves a TAMP. And I would argue, wow, they do a lot more for you than other TAMPs do, but yet, yet we're still all using that same name. So again, circles back to why I say it's so important to not just hear the word TAMP, uh, but to understand what actual value and, and services are being provided. Um, and, and then there's other combinations. I didn't cover everything. So talking about you know additional technology, back office services, there's 
different flavors. Again, the, 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 this is a wonderful thing for advisors because it's a competitive marketplace out there. So there are all kinds of wonderful TAMP resources trying to gain the business of advisors. And to do that, they are trying to differentiate themselves either with lower pricing, more resources, a more full service platform uh, to make your life easier, your practice more efficient. And so just, just know there's some wonderful solutions out there of all different kinds of varieties. I didn't, I didn't cover all the different variables that could go into it. Uh, and I think that's only going to continue to evolve. It's, it's, it's more and more resources provided. Uh, again, a, a wonderful thing for advisors to be able to utilize and take advantage of. So now, now we'll move to pricing. So how, how, how is all this priced out? And, and because of everything I just said, you can imagine different TAMPs have different pricing because they're providing different levels of service. But generally at its core, there's, there's kind of two pieces of the, the TAMP platform pricing. And this does not include your fee. Your fee would be separate from this. Uh, and so generally the way this is priced out is that the, the TAMP platform itself, whether that's just kind of that bare bones grocery store chassis or whether it includes technology, back office services, whatever the case, it's all bundled up and you generally play basis points for that. It's a, it's a flat basis points of, of X basis points on the assets and here's everything we provide for you. That provides you access to the platform, access to the resources that they provide for you. And then separate from that, because they vary from each resources, that as you use back to that money management piece of it, okay, if you want to use this manager here or this manager here, you want to use this pre-made model here, well, each of those come from different sources. Again, the TAMP itself has gone out there and sourced these sometimes from hundreds of different money managers. And each of those money managers set their own price. And now they have to be competitive because they are literally on that grocery store shelf alongside all of these other solutions. So there's a, a competitive nature to that as well, but there is variability. There is no across the board that, oh, money manager on TAMPs always charge X basis points. They will have each have their own uh, value proposition where they feel justifies whatever their fee is. And so when you look at that TAMP offering, you say, okay, I'm going to pay what for the platform? What, what do I get with that? And then as I put my clients in specific solutions, I have to look at each of those individual uh, solutions as to what the price is. And again, the TAMP has gone out there and negotiated that on your behalf. The TAMP has uh, generally more negotiating power than you would ever have directly trying to go to that manager because that TAMP says, hey, hey, money manager, if you're on our platform and we have hundreds, maybe thousands of advisors using our TAMP platform and they, they have more access to you. And so it's going to get more assets under your management. So you have to give us a good price to pass along to the advisors that use our platform. So just know that there's, there's two parts to it. Again, what is the platform cost? What do you get in return for that platform, the technology, the resources, all that sort of thing. And then know there, there, there are the incremental costs of the manager or the models. And actually some models are actually low cost or even free because of how the underlying assets underneath them are invested. But, but the idea is there is that kind of second layer of cost. And then of course you as the advisor need to charge your fee also, and, and part of what the TAMP does is facilitate the fee bill and of all of these fees being uh, compiled and, and, and taken out of the, the client's account and all those sorts of things. So uh, just know from a fee perspective, how it works, kind of two parts to it. Uh, and then the last thing I'd point out, and, and I would say this is not an exhaustive list of anything and everything there is to know about TAMPs, but I, but I do uh, feel this will give you a good initial starting point of to understand what they are and, and, and the kind of variations that are out there. But the, the last kind of main variable I just want to talk about on this episode is, is the different types of TAMPs beyond what I just described, but meaning are, are they, for lack of a better term, an in-house TAMP or a third-party TAMP? And so what I mean by that is if you are at 
for instance, a broker dealer now, and you utilize the broker dealer, and you're probably under the corporate RIA, and you utilize uh, third-party managers, your, your firm has most likely built an in-house TAMP, meaning they have gone out there and curated a list of managers that they make available to use. They have negotiated the fees. And so they are essentially providing that TAMP platform. And depends on how the payout and pricing works. They're either charging you directly for it or it's effectively in your payout. But, but that's an in-house TAMP. They are providing that grocery store shelf for you to access, you to utilize. Uh, another example of in-house would be in that RIA world, uh, any RIA that's going to have assets under management needs at least one custodian, sometimes more. I've done all kinds of episodes on that. And custodians themselves will provide a TAMP platform that you can access. Okay, hey, with the assets you held at us as the custodian, we have this, this wonderful TAMP that we've built as well. And here's why we think you should utilize it. So there, there is that in-house solution. Uh, but then kind of the trend you see more, and, and I generally think is the more effective approach for, for RIAs is to use a, as they say, a, a third party TAMP, meaning it is not married necessarily to your custodian. It is not, uh, you know, in a broker dealer world, unfortunately, you generally don't have a choice. You have to use your broker dealer's TAMP. One, just as a quick sidebar, uh, the reason they force you to use their in-house TAMP is uh, one from a supervisory perspective that they want to be able to curate that list of only certain specific managers and those are the only ones you can use because they're the ones that are comfortable from them um again because they have a regulatory responsibility to supervise you and then also it is a profit center for broker dealers that they by having this tamp platform and they are doing the role that I've, I've been described in this video it is fair for them to charge for it and so they're able to to generate revenue from from providing that platform as well but in the ria world particularly if you are going to have uh, possibly multiple custodians at some point in the future. I've done different episodes on, on why that the, might be the case for you. you. You generally want to unmarry your TAMP from any one particular custodian. The reason is because let's say you, you find a TAMP solution that provides wonderful technology, resources, whatever, that, that is a great fit for you, great value for the price, all that sort of thing. Um, and, but, but if you're multi-custodian, you want to make sure that TAMP can talk to multiple different custodians because you, you, you only want to use one chassis, no matter whether your client decides to open your account at this custodian or this custodian over here. Whereas if you use an in-house solution, well, that only works for the clients that you open at that particular custodian. And for some reason, if you had a need or want to have, a, again, a second or third custodian, okay, now you need to use a, a different resource over here. So it's for the same reason that uh, most RAs, particularly of size, don't marry their technology to any one custodian either. It's third-party technology, meaning, hey, I build this tech stack and it can work with multiple different custodians that I have. And, and I don't need to change anything about my process, whether the client's going to open it up an account with this custodian or this custodian. Same thing in the TAMP world. You usually see particularly larger RAs want that third-party TAMP so it's separated. So their process, their efficiency in the office there is the same regardless of, again, where the client ends up opening the account. So just know that, that there are, are TAMP solutions in-house and some wonderful ones, some wonderful solutions have been built out, but they do have some challenges of whether it's, it's more captive. Again, if you're a broker-dealer environment, I guarantee you your availability of managers or models to choose from is significantly smaller than what you could obtain in the RA world using one of these third-party solutions that, that opens it up much more broadly of what is available. Uh, and again, for the operational efficiencies that I talked about there as well. Uh, so I hope this gives you kind of an idea of what TAMPs are in general, the different variations. Again, this is not an exhaustive list, by no means have covered everything, uh, but I hope it does at least dive initially into helping you understand a TAMP and, and helping you understand why 
uh, it's, it's a deeper conversation than just, you know, oh, this is a TAMP, maybe I'll use them or how are they different from, from one or the other. So, uh, so with that, like I said, my name is Brad Wales uh, with Transition to RA. Again, if you are not already there, if you head on over to transitiontora.com, I uh, have the entire series of, of episodes here, both in video format, if you like, uh, podcast format, I have white papers, all sorts of things. Uh, and then the most effective thing to do if you'd like to talk about any of these topics is at the top of every page is a contact link. Uh, you can click on that. You can instantly and easily schedule time to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me to go over this specific topic or, or any other RA-related topics. Again, what I help advisors do is understand, hey, what is this RA model about? Is it for me? And if it is, what are the steps with transitioning into it? Today's episode, perfect example. Hey, if I'm gonna use managed money solutions, how do I access them? What are the solutions out there? How does it work? That is, again, that's something I help advisors with all day long. Happy to have that conversation with you as well. Again, transition to RIA.com. Uh, you can reach out, get in touch, and see all the other resources. With that, I hope you found value in today's episode, and I'll see you on the next one.